You can check out all the episodes of the Table of Truth on our website, www.tableoftruth.com. Collins reporting from the left coast, and I'm um, giving you the scoop via satellite from San Jose. All righty, and hey, this is Theon DeJoy cruising the sails of the seven seas. What's going on, fellas? Everybody doing good, and everybody, welcome to the table of truth. We have a new sound, new look because you know a lot of people have been complaining we're too hard, too rough, too raw. So now we're going to give it to you how you like it. So, what's going on, y'all? We back. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We back. Ain't nothing changed. You know what I'm saying? How's everybody doing? D, Cam, Show how it, y'all man. doing, man? Rewatching that Jesse Williams speech. Got it as my uh, yo, my computer about to die. Hold up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, y'all. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing changed. It's only right. It's only right. So Cam, nah. good, Cam. Uh man, just trying to get through this Ramadan and. Maintaining and catching all the news as it comes for the most part. It's been an interesting month. Interesting year for the most part. Interesting month and an interesting weeks. Couple weeks so far. So a lot to talk about. I heard that. But before we even get to any topics, I wanna know what y'all thought about the OJ documentary because to me that's the best documentary I've ever seen. I wanna know what y'all think about that before we get into our topics. I I think it was I just say it was one of the better documentaries is a fair assessment. Um very interesting because um as I was watching it I I kind of lived it, you know, that those moments in a sense the, the around the trial per se. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know the early life of OJ and you know, it it added um it put a, a new perspective on how I feel about the trial and OJ and the circumstances leading up to it, you know, um, there was a famous line in the in the documentary where, uh, you know, OJ didn't consider himself black. He just said, "I'm OJ Simpson," and for me, that line is part of me wants to take that for face value because there's a point where we shouldn't look at color. You know, we always when we go for a job interview, we always say, "Hey." It shouldn't matter what I look like or how many tattoos. If I can do the job, I can do the job. And I don't know if OJ really meant that he was trying to look beyond and be transcendent against uh, for race and just say, hey, just judge me for just being OJ Simpson. But I think OJ Simpson also was just in a denial and didn't really fit in. He was a different type of cat. And that document, the, 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 the film kind of highlighted the, the very highs and the very lows of O.J. Simpson, which I didn't know at the time, especially growing up in the uh, L.A. area during the O.J. trial and the L.A. riots, Ronnie being King, part of yeah, the Ronnie yeah. King, you know, Tasha Harlan's thing. Um, that was a lot to take in. Yeah, there was like uh, that documentary, just like Ann said, I think it's one of the best that, that have ever been made. And there's 
I'm not from the West Coast, so I didn't know a lot of the history. I knew there was definitely racial tension out here between LAPD and and the cops. I mean, I, I I just never knew how deep it got. And some of those stories, I was like, wow. And then seeing OJ and seeing like Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and all of those guys sitting down at a table, Bill Russell, and these guys are fighting for equal rights. And I get what OJ's saying, but at the same time, in those times in America, no one's looking at you just like OJ. For some reason, you know what, let me take that back. For some reason, they did. Like, he was able to just, like, fit in. He wasn't classified as being black and white. It just, everyone gave him a pass. They loved him. And then you get to see as it went on how black people supported him, how, how he became, which is kind of crazy, like a, a, a civil rights kind of, like, person. And then from there, he wants to embrace his blackness. But like they said in the documentary, a lot of people felt that was fake, and he was trying to just, like, keep up with appearances. But it was it was done perfectly. Like, it wasn't biased. They didn't make you choose a side. You just heard all sides of the stories, all sides of the story, and you make your own assessment. So it was one of the best documentaries I've seen in my and life. What, good point. And what I took out of it, one was how divided we was as a people, how, you know, a lot of America was like, I didn't even know they lived like that. Like, we, you know, they pretty much thought OJ was the old be on that's how we all were. And it's like, how can a whole country not know what's going on and who we are? So that was one that struck me in. Two, I feel bad for the wife, man. She got the raw and like Yeah. How the trial made it seem like it was just OJ is the victim and it's like, yo, somebody here died. So and you got Ron Goldman too, man. And Ron yeah, Goldman yeah. too. Sorry, Ron Goldman too. Both let of me, them got the can, let me paint a picture for you. So um like you said there is that aspect of the LAPD, the Rampart Division, and all this police brutality. So me coming up, our our, our era of coming up, early 90s and whatnot, and, I, and, you know, we looking at this and, you know, hey, we see cops brutalizing Rodney King and they get off scot-free with pretty much a slap on the wrist. We see the Latasha Harlins, in my opinion, is what lightweight started the riot where the lady got off with four or five hundred hours community service. See, yo, I I was too young. I didn't even know that story honestly until I watched the documentary. I forgot about that story. I forgot about the story, but I remember that that was the low key jump off point because we had just got done with Ronnie mm, King. Yeah. So, <laughs> hence the like, riot. I don't, I don't think that story was a national story like Ronnie King was. No, I don't no, remember that story. Yeah. but but in L.A. It yeah, was. exactly. Yeah, yeah where, so, where the riot started. Sure. So when the riot started. So after the Rodney King and the cops got off, nothing kind of really happened. People were upset. But after Latasha Harlan's happened, where a Korean stoner gets away with pretty much cold-blooded murder, uh, that was the, like, the straw that broke, broke the camel's back. And, okay, so I'm, I, I'll give you a scenario. I'm in Compton Unified School District. I was too young to riot because, you know, as a young and I was like, hey, I want to get some 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 basketball cards, some clothes. You know, I didn't know the significance of a riot. I was very ignorant. Um, my mom, she was out there doing what she was doing, you know, being from a, a single mother home. She was out there riding just like the rest of the black folks. But, again, you look back on it, there was really no direction. It was just a lot of anger and a lot of upset people willing to wanting to vent their frustrations. And they had – well, I don't know if they had any – other way, but that's the means that they did it. So, with the whole uh, OJ thing, fast forward, we kind of were like, okay, I think this the city of LA was like, 
in the back of the mind, unconsciously, they were like, we do not want another riot. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I was plotting. I was like, I missed the first one. I'm going to be in the second one. I don't and, care. And you were a little bit older, too. It's a couple yeah. years later. Yeah. A couple years later. And, and, and I was still ignorant, but I didn't care. <clears throat> we just saw this as another <laughs> famous black man being persecuted for all the wrong reasons. Hence, before the document, the, 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 the doc, I didn't know OJ, the human being. I knew OJ, the athlete. I knew OJ, the actor. I knew OJ, the person that was, at the time, I thought falsely accused because of some of the evidence that was being portrayed. Now, what the doc brought out to light was OJ, you know, OJ is from the hood, just like us. He's from San Francisco, on his point. Yeah, you know, so he 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 really with the the quote unquote shit, you know. And in, in the early years, they kind of sh- show a testament. They playing dice, you know. He's just a young kid, you know, and he made but, it. And, yeah, and but, go ahead. Nah, but to, yeah, and 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 to tackle off your point, that's what made it even worse because you're, he's the biggest hypocrite and front runner because you know he knew the struggle and he forgot all about the struggle once somebody presented him a way to get out of the hood. Yeah, he pretty much forgot about the hood. So that's when I was like, "Yo, you are the biggest sellout." Well, he's been a sellout. sellout. He was a sellout since his childhood, and I don't want to go too far into it. But you look at his entourage, his coming, his his upbringing, and he really didn't associate with us. I mean, the whole trial, the lawyers were the best lawyers the money can buy, and they painted him from being like pretty much an Oreo to like a brother. And you know, they put pictures of. (laughs) Black people in his house. He didn't have no black people in his house. You know, yeah, he didn't associate, associate himself with black people. He didn't care for us. He didn't want to join the movement. He even said it in a later interview that they tried to recruit me, but he was like, "I want to do what I want to do." as O.J. Simpson. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, they made an egg up. It was two parts that stood out to me, and this one was from a white dude, and the white guy said he was at a uh, a luncheon with O.J. and six or five or six other prominent athletes, and Joe Namath. Yeah, something like no. I mean, it was no. These are all black black athletes. Oh, okay. and, uh, oh with the white lady. Go ahead. Yeah. White lady. White lady goes out and says, "Look at OJ." She says, "Look at OJ Simpson with those six niggers." And the guy that hit, a part of OJ's entourage, a white dude, was like, "Yo, OJ, I'm, he's apologizing." And OJ was like, "No, you don't get it. She gets it. You know, she doesn't see me as just another black guy. She sees me as OJ Simpson." Okay. The guy, yeah. the guy retorts and says, "That's when I knew OJ was fucked in the head." Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so OJ had lost it. He was in denial a long time before all this other stuff. Yo, I didn't know he was on his pimp shit, though. I didn't know all that. I was like, yo, OJ, you said F it. Once people started not liking you, OJ was like, I'm going to do me. I did not know he lived that life at the end. OJ probably is a professional athlete. Yeah, he's a a womanizer to the core, yo. To the core. He said that when when that him and Nicole was going through it, and he was he was CTE man. If this ain't a prime case of CTE, oh yeah, he got examined. You know he got that. And his big, ass head? as big as his yeah. head is, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. CTE was ridiculous. If that was the case, and that's no means to uh, justify the blatant murder. Because I mean, so I, I, I let me ask this: as as a kid, I'm gonna ask both you guys: Did you feel OJ was guilty? Or not no, because I didn't want to believe it. Okay. I it was, like I said, yeah. I thought it was another case of him. And how did you feel? Did you feel he was guilty when you were a kid, or did you feel he I, wasn't guilty? When I was a, when I was a kid, I was rooting for him because, again, after Rodney King and after you know, when it comes to police brutality, we don't 
We on we on we on the victim side, and I thought he was a victim at the time. I was rooting for OJ. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I mean, rooting is different than than feeling well, if he was guilty or well, not. At the time I, for I really me, didn't at the time for me, I didn't I didn't get into did he really kill her? All I was saying is yo, OJ didn't do it. That's OJ. I, so only I reason why. Yeah, like my stepdad will watch it. This is when this this is when we had court TV. Like I don't even know if the channel's yeah. around anymore. Oh yeah, I used to watch that C-SPAN. Every day he would watch it. So like sometimes I'll be doing my homework and watching the trial, and then he's watching CNN. So like I started to get like a a, a pretty good idea of the case. And initially when I heard it and everything was presented, I was like, yo, this dude did it. But then just like how Johnny Cochran painted it as the police bringing in. Yeah. Uh, how they treat like black people, and then the whole Mark Furman thing. Yeah, like, that was, was a turning point. Yeah, Mark I Furman. was kind of undecided there. I was like, yo, I don't know if he did it. Could be a setup. Yeah, could be a setup. But I, I wasn't, I wasn't straight saying he didn't do it. Like I was like, all right, let me see what they say in court. And I think the defense, unfortunately for Nicole and Ron Goldman, I, I feel like they presented a great job. And the reason why I say unfortunate is because do we even have another suspect to this day and age? Like, nope. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yo, to be honest with you too, the only thing that really got me mad, I'm not making a joke. I ain't making a joke. Is he messed up my Nick game? I was watching Knicks when when they when that happened. I was really watching, and I was and that was the first time like I told you the time first time I seen picture in picture. A little <laughs> yeah. screen came on, and I was like, yo, why they took the volume off and going to this damn OJ thing? That was the I was never forget that. I was never forget that. The OJ is like Bill Cosby in in, in comedy. OJ was loved. Oh hell yeah. He couldn't do no wrong. And I, I'm gonna be honest, man, I didn't care. I didn't even need to see the evidence. I just I just said, hey, OJ innocent, I don't care. And I yeah. really believe that. I really, really <laughs> believe that. Now, after yeah. this uh documentary, that boy guiltier than than Thomas Jefferson <laughs> saying he didn't own up the slaves. Boy, he is guilty. guilty. The prosecution deserved to lose that because they blew it. They thought they had an open and shut case. The LAPD blew it. Uh, they literally drop the ball, fumble, you know, because if this happened now, he would have been locked up a long time ago. And that's the whole point of this, him getting locked up for this asinine charge of taking back what he already owns that we're was gonna, stolen We're going to have to call up freaking Brian Stark, get some information, yo. Maybe for he'll who? tell us. Get Brian to tell us. Who did it or not? He'll just have to let him know. Cause I don't, honestly, I I don't know. All the evidence put that he did it, but uh, I don't know, man. I know he did it. That was that was. <laughs> how you how you but, come out with a book if I were to do it? Yeah, that's how I do it. He did it. Now, which is surprised me. How did he do it? Two people. It was two against one. That's what I was like. You know, she caught up and snuck up on somebody. Like, I still don't understand that. You well, uh, the, the way they made the reports was that he attacked Nicole first, and then um, Ron came, and he he jumped on Ron. Like, OJ's, what, 6'2", 200-something, so. That dude is big, man. Yeah, not saying it's, it, it's easy work, but I think he had he had a fucking knife on him. So, yeah, it I, I've never seen the pictures until they showed it. And yeah, I, was, yeah. I couldn't wow. even watch it. I couldn't that even look was, at it. That was disturbing, man. Yeah, he's crazy, man. When I seen that, I said, wow, this guy's a lot of anger, man. But, but definitely one of the best documentaries. It's going to go down as one of the best documentaries made. 
Yeah. I, I still love Hoop Dreams and, and all those type of stuff, but it's, it's right up there for me. Now, this, this, this gave a social, economic understanding. Um, in a sense, there was a part of me that kind of felt sorry for OJ because I know he's not all there. No logical, like he was really on one. He was crazy. He was manipulative. He was a stalker. He was nuts. Like, you know what I'm saying? And he was in, in denial of his own, own people. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a small amount of pity I feel for him. But to say he's he's an idiot, and I think he did it, uh, and I don't feel sorry for him. Because I, I think, you know, the evidence, especially from this doc, doc, uh, this doc that he he really, really did. Who phone is ringing? Probably ants. Anthony logged up. But yeah, we good, we good, we good. All right, but yeah, man, go ahead. One thing they didn't touch on though, I mean, they kind of touched on, but they didn't want to go too deep because that would have been a whole different documentary. Kept on mentioning the whole Marcus Allen thing. I remember hearing that when I was younger, but yeah, definitely Marcus sounds like Allen. Marcus some Allen got some. Yeah, Marcus yeah. Allen got a little taste, and I think <laughs> there's 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 that little rumor about Khloe Kardashian. You know, they was all kind of cool with each other. Anytime there's a Kardashian involved, somebody gets killed or hurt, man. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> well, they, they said, they asked uh, Rob Kardashian how close he was. OJ. He was like, we're really close. Like, Oh, they probably was having orgy parties or something exactly. crazy. Exactly. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised, yep. man. That like, whole if, Hollywood scene is weird, man. Yeah. So, I don't want to know what goes on behind closed doors out there. But overall, it was a very good uh, doc. Okay. It, it really touched on a lot of things that I, I didn't have any knowledge of on OJ's past. Um, and about, and, like, kind of like the past of like LA and, and sort of like black history. There's a lot of stuff I feel like I didn't know about watching that. Yes. Yes. And I think Al Collins is loyal to a fault, man. Like, yeah, you gonna let, that's like one, you guys still in my girlfriend and I'm like, Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Like he's just, he was scared to tell OJ no. And he yeah. was bigger than OJ, which is crazy. He looked bigger than OJ. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we got that clarified, we all can say that that's a good documentary. So now let's get on to some more pressing news. And let's talk about the Brexit situation. The British exit. The Brexit exit. Sorry. No, I mean, yeah, it's Brexit. No, it's but... same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the same so thing, pretty it... much Britain voted to leave the European Union. So I want to know what should I take on it first, Cam? Uh, let me let me let me clarify. The UK uh, decided to vote on leaving the European Union. Yeah. Um. Now I, I it took me a minute initially. I didn't know what the heck was going on. I just saw it trending, and so I had to read up on it a little bit. And basically, um, from what I can tell, this comes down to some almost racial ramifications, sort of that runs parallel with what's going on here with the Mexicans and. The United States, where you know um, the UK is saying that all these immigrants are coming in. Because when I think of the UK, I think initially one of the most—I uh, don't know if "liberal" is the right word—but a place where anybody can go and you're welcomed. And now, from what I'm hearing and what I'm reading, is that uh, people that live in the UK are concerned that the immigrants are taking the jobs and the housing situation. And sort of that runs parallel with, like, they think of minorities and immigrants here. They come in and taking the jobs, and they're not working, blah, blah, blah. And hence, they want to 
stop that and ban, and there's a lot of racial ramifications, which kind of led to the this UK issue of them wanting to not be a part of the Euro uh, the, the European Union, and they held a vote for that, and apparently, uh, in a surprising vote. I think it was 50, I think the vote by margin was like 51.9 to 48% in favor of leaving the uh, the, e, uh, the EU for a multi-year period of negotiations that will allow Great Britain to revise its terms in its participation in the EU and possibly lead to a complete withdrawal from the organization entirely. That's huge. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people were upset within the UK and they're trying to figure out how could this happen and a lot of mixed I put a, a poll up I showed you guys a graph earlier in the week about how the youth uh, voted against it or not against it for it and then think their vote counted you know and a lot of older generation Europeans voted for it to leave the EU um, I don't know if both parties knew or understand the full ramifications of it, but um, it's a it's a big blow to the to the economy because right after that vote happened, the the currency was almost devalued. Uh, well, it actually was devalued. It went down some points. The stock went down. So it, it the only reason we didn't hear about this because the only, it only was brought up because it dealt with financial ramifications, not a global standpoint. And now that it's kind of reached this boiling point, we're starting to see for the the ruling for really, for what it really is. Um, I don't know what the immediate and significant uh, consequences for both parties in Great Britain and around the world, but it's a scary feeling because, like I said, we got this thing, we got this this guy that's running for office, uh, Donald Trump, and he's pretty much kind of preaching the same thing. And we've been preaching. Uh, most of, you, you can you can also say most of our friends who understand the situation of going to vote, understanding the right to vote, what's going on and with the, the the politics nowadays, understand what's going on. But it's for the people who don't understand that this can come to fruit, just like that can come to fruit. No one thought they would leave the EU, so that's why we have to like on our end in America dealing with the situation currently. We have to stress the vote and how important going out and voting and making the right choices and educating yourself on the candidates and the policies and the politics of, uh, of it all. Totally. I totally agree on that one. We're, more than ever now, our voice is more important than anything else now because these, these politicians, this, the government, we're leaving it to them, man. At the end of the day, man, they're just not getting it done, and it's going to be up to us now to voice an opinion. And if that means we have to take three steps back, to get things done, then I'd rather take three three step backs, knowing that I'm going to get something out of it this time around, instead of us always behind the eight ball and shit still is not getting it done. You know what I'm saying? So more than ever now, after looking at all this, our voice more than ever now has to be heard, and I think will be heard because we cannot have what's taking place over there happen over here. We already been we already terrible as it is with schooling and jobs. We don't need any more bullshit. Excuse my French, but I feel like history's gonna repeat itself. Like we 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 allowed George Bush to be in office for eight years, and I feel like, quote unquote, I guess the 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 payback or we had Obama for eight years. So I feel like if Hillary doesn't make it, then we we know definitely it's gonna be Donald Trump. And unfortunately, like just like in the UK, there's a lot of 
granted, it's like a there's big city parts, and just like in America, where we think people are accepting and welcoming, which they are, but we can't forget about the sticks, man. There's a lot of areas where people are racist and ignorant, and it's unfortunate. In America, like I don't, I have no clue why people think Mexicans are taking everybody's job. Maybe it hasn't happened to me. I I don't know what what the stereotype is, but I just I, I don't like, want to say just Mexican. I just want to say immigrants. Okay, nah, all right, my fault. You said Mexicans, so that's why. Yeah, no, that that was just an example. Oh, because what Trump was saying. Trump was saying, but yeah, but immigrants I mean, in general. It's, it, it's America. Everyone's a fucking immigrant. So for them to except, say that, for anybody to say that, huh? <laughs> Except the Mexicans, they they own this. Word, <laughs> But I feel like for anyone to say that, it's like, yo, do you even know what country you're living in? Like, no one lives here. No one was born here. Like, quote, unquote, we're all immigrants. Like, of course, our great-great-grandparents settled here, but no one was originally here. So in my mind, it's like, why are you complaining? This is a spot where anything can happen. If I lived in another country, I would want to come to America. Like, I would want to have opportunity. There's so many countries out there where you're born poor, and that's it. America is one of the few countries where you have a chance to to, to change your outcome, to change your fortune. So, I mean, for people to go against what makes America, quote-unquote, great just because they're racist, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. And unfortunately, I feel like a lot of youth, just like what happened in the U.K., they're going to look at this and be like, oh, no, we're going to be fine. People are going to vote, but it's not going to be them who's going to go and vote, and then it's going to mess everything up. I hope that's a, I hope that doesn't happen, but I want well, to put I a, it man. I got a question for both of y'all. I want y'all to respond off this comment. I, I I personally think it's getting to the point where a vote really won't matter, and what really will matter if we in our community know who our senators are, our governors, who are running our communities, because. All the crimes and the poverty was happening within our community. They have leaders and board members for that. And I don't think now we just can just vote and the change will happen because honestly, I voted. I love Obama. I love the things that he's done. But when I see my community, I see certain neighborhoods, nothing has changed. So it really doesn't matter what a president is. It's about voting for these politicians, these governors, these mayors. Who's your city council? I think that's where we need to focus more of our attention on. Dude, I totally agree with saying, that 100%, man. Also just saying just president because, honestly, one person is not changing our communities. You got people dying in Chicago, Cali, New York. Every day I turn to my, 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 my computer, somebody's getting shot in the Bronx. Somebody's getting shot in Philly. It's in our community that has to change first before we should start saying vote for this president and it's going to be kumbaya after that. So I want to know what's your take on that. Truthfully, you're right. It, it, it starts within our communities. How many of us can name our city councilmen right now? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's it's embarrassing, but it, it's the truth. Like, I could name the Bulls starting five, but I can't tell you who, who my councilman, and, and I can't use it as an excuse. I've been in this area for a year and a half now, and yeah. that that's the majority of people who lived in places for 20, 30 years. It's just... Yeah. Like you're saying, Ant, we look towards the bigger picture, and it, it, it's – I'm reading this book called The Compound Infect, uh, Effect, and it tells you little steps, they add up to big things, and those little steps will be our local leaders. Let's fix our community. All right, our community's fixed. Let's fix the city. All right, our city's fixed. Let's fix the state. And it, it, it turns into a nationwide thing, which you're 100% right. If it doesn't start 
in our own backyard, we can't expect the president or whoever's in charge to change things around around us, you know? Exactly, yeah. I, I'll give you an example. I was talking to a, 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 fr a friend of mine, and we were talking about, you know, did you vote? And I said, yeah. And uh, said person told me that uh, the candidates that they wanted to vote on weren't there. And I was like, why? How is that possible? Because uh, they, I guess, put independent or something. They didn't pay attention. And they lost their, like, oh, party. And, and in my head, I was like, how in the hell did you not, like, pay attention to that? Like, you know. Because when they give you that packet, yeah. they say, oh, he's a Democrat or he's voting Republican. So, you know what I'm saying? They put all that in front of you, and this person just wasn't paying attention. I was like, you have to pay attention. This is – if any time to pay attention, this is the time to pay attention. This <laughs> yeah. is the coming election. Like, don't blow the vote. And sure. this particular person, I guess, couldn't they, – they didn't understand who these, these – uh, the local uh, – councilmen were and the councilwoman and they was like I don't even understand the politics behind it or what they're standing for I'm like well they do give you a pamphlet that goes and gives you a, a, a cliff notes version of what they for at least do that you know mm -hmm. but they yeah. didn't take the time out to do that and they pretty I don't want to say they wasted a vote but it, they voted but I you know I don't know what the outcome is and it's crazy you know you got to take it seriously you get that packet in the mail just don't put it on the kitchen counter, man. Like, yeah. take some time yeah. out. Look up. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah, it's almost like when we see people online to buy a pair of Jordans. They out, they outside with folding chairs and sleeping bags. Yeah. You know, so people make it their priority in life to go get those Jordans. You know, so if you can do that, you know, you can see, like you said, know what's going on around around your your surroundings, man. Know that it's real now. It's getting to the point now where. People don't give a damn what you think. This is what it's going to be. Whole that. And I, I have to break it down as simple as that because that's the only way people are going to understand. It's not a game on here anymore. It's really not. It's not a game anymore. I just wish, like, what happened in the UK, like, I, I don't want it to happen here. I just, just like you said, and people waiting online for Jordans, like, that's the cool thing to do. Like, politics is not looked upon as cool, but they're quick to curse out, oh, my God, I can't believe this person is in the office. But yeah, you didn't go out and vote. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 sad. And, and who knows if our votes votes count? Like I'm I'm a, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, but at the same time, like go find out. Go go grab somebody. Go grab five of your friends and he head out and vote, man. Find out. I'm looking up who my city councilman is right now. Those are things we yeah. should know. Mm -hmm. Because you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna be very easy to deceive somebody when you're not educated on what's going on. So you hear somebody says, "I promise you." Free haircuts for the next three years. Automatically, that's a great president. Exactly. So people, you got, you have to do your research and know what's bullshit and what's not. People don't care until it's happening in their backyard, man. To be honest. Yeah. They don't. And that, it has to stop. That's and, the only and, way. And when it happens, it's gonna be too late. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's over. You know what's crazy like, too? That threw me off when I went to go vote. It was a hassle because I waited to the last minute. And I usually go to the city hall because that's where they had it last year. And they was like, what district are you in? I was like, district? What do you mean, district? <laughs> district 9. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Apparently, there's 10 districts. And I was frustrated because they gave me the runaround. 
And so mm-hmm. I go to City Hall, and the lady was like, you need to go to the Salvation Army, which is no big deal because I just passed the Salvation Army, and it was like five blocks. And so I drive back to the Salvation Army. Oh, you couldn't vote at City Hall because that wasn't your district is what she was telling you? Yeah, so the, the crazy oh. thing is the, cra- the crazy thing is the City Hall to my house is like a, a five-minute drive. So this whole district thing was new to me, right? Mm, yeah. And I'm like, how far am I? So I go to this, the the Salvation Army. I walk in there. I stand in line for 15 minutes. Mind you, my 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 voting journey started at 5:50 p.m. So I go. I get in line for 15 minutes. The lady comes up to me and she's like, "Ask my name." I tell her my name. And she's like, "I don't see your name on the list." And I'm like, "Wait, well, City Hall told me to come here. They said it's my district." Was like, "Well, your name's on the list based on your address. You in another area to vote, which happened to be a block away from my house. See, I didn't even know that." So, um, you know, I could have missed my vote, but I went to three different polling booths, and then I get in line at the this school called Burnett Middle School. I get in line. The lady asks me my name. I tell her, and then she looks at me. She's like, you're in the other line over there. I was like, this guy's to be – you got to be kidding me. How many lines am I going to be switching? This is like yeah. my third place. I'm here. So it's frustrating. So you have to understand all the little intricacies of going to your voting uh, booth, uh, knowing you're in the right district, knowing your councilman. Uh, it, it's crazy. You're 100 percent right, cause somebody else would have been like, "Yo, I'm going home. I ain't voting." Exactly. I'm out of here. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like the yep. game's on. <laughs> like I'm not voting. So. Yeah, I had go to. Ju- I miss jujitsu. That's how important it was for me. You know, I love jujitsu. So. <laughs> I'm missing my little session. You know, it's serious. Exactly. It's the future. So, but yeah, man. Um, getting back to the original point, man. Like, this brick shit, man. Um, them leaving the EU based on uh, the ramifications of how they feel on immigrants entering the UK. I'm kind of surprised at the UK because you know what you think of the UK, you think of them. Be- <laughs> Somebody made a comment about like just because they got an accent, don't mean that they smarter than us. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's like <laughs> we always look at the, like the UK is like always one step ahead. They always do the right thing. They're doing it wrong right now, and this is the one point where. You know, they are the, the, the biggest idiots right now in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not America. You know, we, we used to hold that title before. Right now, I think uh, the U.K. made a huge mistake, in my humble opinion. And I think as Americans living in the U.S., we have to take note of this, man. Like, this is huge, you know, because the things that's going on over there is exactly what's going on over here with the immigration reform, the economic state of where we're at right now. The presidential elect and who's trying to run for office and their viewpoints and man, it we have to wake up and pay attention. Yeah, and one and one and one more one more thing I gotta get off my chest. It's funny when they wanna have presidential fundraisers, they can gather up millions of dollars in days. But yeah, we have schools closing down and we don't have no money for this, no money for that. But when it comes for something more important in their eyes, they can have. Fundraiser where a hot dog costs eight thousand dollars. They should have the same thing, you know, getting these books for school, um, books for schools and whatnot. So, this country, man, is 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 backwards to me, man. It's all about that almighty dollar, man. Well, it's funny that a country that's famous for colonizing every country is now trying to kill all immigrants. <laughs> How ironic yeah. is that? It's pretty ironic. So, I guess the moral of all of this, man, you just gotta be informed, and educate yourself, because if you don't know. Somebody's going to answer it for you, man. It's going to be too late. Or you're going to make the wrong decision because you're not educated enough. So. Yeah. And a lot of comedians, John Oliver is one to speak up on it and how the parallels run similar to what's going on in the U.S. 
if anybody's listening to the podcast, I suggest to Google John Oliver and really listen to his political satire that it, it's broken down in layman terms. So if you don't understand what CNN and BBC is uh, regurgitating, please check out John Oliver. It's a good source of information where you can able to digest that and understand what's going on currently. True indeed. All right, enough of my ranting about how idiotic and asinine the UK is right now, currently. Um, All right. Let's Moving see. gears, Ant, what's what's the next topic we have? For well, the next topic, we're going we're gonna to get a little some fun things going on. Some, let's get into some basketball, NBA draft, upcoming free agency coming up, where Katie landing, how, you know, let's, let's, let's get into some basketball. Hey, New York. New York, we're going to get them. You know, I'm hearing some things. I, I personally love the Derrick Rose trade. We can talk, definitely talk about that. But first, do y'all agree with the number one pick of the draft? Yes. I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, you got to, man. Like, You got he's the best yeah, player in the draft. If, if he's not, yeah, if he if he's not the next coming of whoever they say is, I, I still think he's going to be a solid player yeah. at the very least. He got to get a jump shot, man. You got to take a chance team. at him. That's the hey, and him not having a jump shot is the easiest yeah, I mean, thing to learn. Oh I yeah, think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that's the easiest part you can acquire. Is you can learn how to get a jump shot. Tell that, tell that to LeBron James. That statement. He, he had it. He well, that's had LeBron it. James. That's his confidence. Yeah. Like Jason Kidd is third all time in three pointers. Like you can acquire a jump shot eventually. Exactly. In your career. <laughs> you just gotta work at it. Exactly. He's a prime. Like, when example. Jason Kidd came out, he couldn't shoot for shoot to save his life. Yeah, and then they said he was third all time. I was but like, no, I, I think, yeah, exactly. But I, I think, I, who else are you gonna take over? I mean, who's the other kid's name? Um, Ingram. Ingram. Like Ingram's also a in, great in, player. Ingram is, Ingram is the better fit for certain teams, but you take the best NBA, player in the draft. Yeah, but like potential wise, Ben Simmons has a higher ceiling, is what they're saying. Yeah, potentially. I For mean, some reason, none of these guys jump off as the next torch, Carabara. I don't, I don't see it, even in college. What? In college, I saw Ben Simmons as a twenty and ten guy translating into the NBA. He just, I think he has that. He passed the eye test for me. Yeah, he didn't shoot the ball very well, but you know, I think that's that can be fixed. He's got, he's got skill set, man. That's that's you, you can't teach that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, he's six yeah. ten. He's big as a Mack truck. He's basically a spitting image of L, uh, LeBron James, but I mean, obviously he has a long way to go. But you see it. Um, Ingram, they say it could be potentially Kevin Durant, which is, or he get at worst be Tayshawn Prince. Whatever. I mean, I'm fine with either or, as long as we get. I'm better. tight if he Tayshawn Prince. I picked the number. <laughs> hey man, Tayshawn Prince back in the day. You thinking of now Tayshawn Prince, but old Tayshawn Prince. That's what Trevor Reza is. If he turns out to be Trevor Reza, whatever. It's cool because it's a team game. Yeah, you can't get a home run with everybody, but if he hits his potential, yeah, he's KD. Yo, not home run, but not no Tayshawn Prince. I, I I'm mean, tight. That's, his, that's, his, that's <laughs> the floor, though. That's the floor, not the, not the ceiling. Yeah, Tayshawn Prince was Tayshawn Prince a champion. He made a few All-Stars. He's not a yeah. bum. He's he ain't no bum, but, but if we took him on a top two pick, uh, I can't. I don't, we're not doing that. Hell no. I mean, hey, it's it's, it's yes, tough in NBA, man. Like it's 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 hit or miss with some of these kids. Andrew Wiggins, they call him next LeBron. Like, ain't no next LeBron. Now you see him in the NBA, he's gonna be who he is. I don't yeah. know who I could say he's gonna be, but they look like DeMar DeRozan. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is what yeah. I think the bad side about leaving school too early. These kids don't de- get enough time to develop their games, and it's just raw. And I wish they could just stay caught for like three years. Ben Simmons didn't even out. stay in the NBA. He, he was ready. He, he's done. They paid that boy to go to LSU. He had no business at LSU. So Yeah, I mean, like, the kids that leave early, they, they just don't pan out. I mean, if they're not up to the talent or, or they can't play with that level, they're not going to be in the league. Yeah. Like, I agree. Like, some of these kids, they should stay longer in college, but sometimes you got a freshman coming in. Your coach is like, yo, all jokes aside, he's ranked number one in the country. You about to ride the bench. What you going to do? You got to take your chances in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, somebody out of this draft is going to shock. I mean, I don't think it's a bad draft. There is a, from a talent standpoint, based on what, we, what I know and saw in college, yeah, after the second pick. You don't know what's gonna happen. You know anybody? You know I like guy. Chris Dunn a lot, man. Minnesota. A lot of people, pick. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. like Chris Dunn. And, and I like who the Bulls take too. I like Valentine. I think he's gonna be a good player too if his knees hold up. Holds up. Denzel yeah. Valentine. Denzel Valentine. You either got Jimmy Butler, the new Jimmy Butler, or you got Tony Snell. So. <laughs> Tony Snell, what a bum. Speaking yeah. of Chicago, man, D, how do you feel about Rose leaving your team? Uh. I wish we got a little bit more for him, but I feel that marriage was over. It was just it, it was we there was too much pressure on him. It, it, the the falling out is just it was just weird, man. Like he's a broken man. Yeah, like I think him being in a new city, I'm not gonna go all Stephen A. Smith and say this doesn't matter. The Knicks are gonna be a seventh or eighth seed. I think this helps him out immensely. If Rose could be healthy, like. And he's passing a Carmelo Anthony. He's never played with a Carmelo before. Like I think, I think the Knicks, I think they just moved to like at least top five in the East if everyone's if, healthy and playing well. I'm gonna say this: if if Rose is 80 percent of Rose, he's better than any point guard y'all had on the Knicks. Damn, and, and over a decade. And over a decade, and since Allen Houston, you know that's the best guard you guys had, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I agree. Also, I think Melo needs a point guard that can tell him what to do, whose castle can kind of be alpha doggish with the mm-hmm. skill set uh, with Chris Stapps. And I think you guys might get another free agent. If you guys get another interesting key free agent, hmm, uh, y'all definitely a playoff team now. Yeah. I, I can say that now. I agree. If y'all get Dwight Howard, I, I might have to take that back. If, if y'all relatively healthy, you know what I'm saying? Like if Rose is healthy – you're definitely a playoff team. Uh, I'm rooting for Rose, man. As a Bulls fan, I, I we feel all rooting for Rose. I want, I want him to do well, man. Like, yeah. if my he team played. does that, I don't even care this year. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, he he played relatively well last year. I you know I watched him. He wasn't the MVP Rose, but he wasn't as bad as people made him out to be. Yeah. Uh, now you got in Chicago Jimmy Butler, Nikola Miritich. Bobby Crazy Eyes Porters, and I think <laughs> AKA Kurt Thomas. Yeah, and you guys, you guys are trying to trade uh, Taj Gibson. I heard, and uh, probably, I mean, Joakim Noah is probably gonna be released. So yeah, it's a rebuilding mode for the Bulls, man. Y'all had y'all run. We uh, did. I mean, yeah, we tried. We, we couldn't beat LeBron, man. That's that's yeah. all it comes down to. We couldn't get past LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, injuries robbed you guys of some prime years. Yes, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as far as the Knicks, man, I think that was a really good look. I mean, it's it's too early to tell. 
Because if Rose is unhealthy, then it's a mute point. But yeah, but, but it's only a one-year kind of project, you know? It's not yeah. like they took him and he had three years left. No, it's exactly. Like you don't do anything this year, you out of here. The one thing I didn't, I, I was concerned was Jerry and Grant. I, was, I felt like he should have been a Nick, but... Um, I didn't care about him. That's just the gamble. Well, the coaching staff, man, didn't really care about him. They didn't really give him no time. They kept giving that bum Jose Calderon all the minutes, so... <laughs> Don't get me started with him. As long as we yeah. get Noah in this, a big man, if we get Noah with this, I'm I'm fine. And I think that's the only way we might have a shot at getting Kevin Durant. If we get another, I'm not man. getting Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Yeah. He Kevin said Durant he's not gonna go visit y'all. So no, this, this, he said he wasn't gonna visit us, but he did. Now he's back on the map. No, but, no, he said he's not visiting the Knicks. No, no, but I'm saying he's not. Nah, he's not. Nah, whatever, he's gonna go back with his team and he's gonna discuss. You know. The possibility what, of going to the next meeting. This is this is what I think Kevin Durant is doing. He's just all these teams are just jockeying for position for 2017. Yeah, he's not leaving. He's going to stay one more year with that team, and then I think he'll make his decision. Him and yeah. Russell going to give it one more year. Exactly. Yo, losing Ibaka to me wasn't that good, man. It wasn't a good look for me. Why not? What does Ibaka do anymore? He he's a out. big. He, he's a big man. He can play defense. In the West, you need you need to play he defense. Don't, I don't he know. don't play like he used to. Steven Adams is better than him now, unfortunately. Yeah. This dude's be shooting threes. I'm like, yo, Baca, get in the hole. He was what? blocking 3.7 blocks. He had 3.7 blocks two years ago. Last year it was like 1.5. Yeah, what, what, Baca's bread and butter he's not relying on anymore. And then they picked up the uh, the son of the legend, Sabonis. So yeah. yeah. We we don't I don't I keep hearing good things about this kid so I think they'll be I all right. I him in college. The bonus he he plays a little bit like his dad. He's not yeah. athletic, but he's got a high basketball IQ, and that's what you need. Yeah. So now that OKC has a big three with Oladipo trade, that's huge. In my he's opinion. not battle tested yet though. For for the West to win that championship, at least about he don't got to be. He has yeah, he to be because now they're depending doesn't. on him now. That this is the best. This is the, this is the best. This is the best third. Option they had since yeah. Harden. Abaka wasn't no in, in the game during clutch moments. Yeah. Oladipo can. He's good. Yeah. He's, nah, he's good. Win. But I don't. I, I, let's hope he can you know handle the spotlight and the pressure of the of the Tell West. You, this is not the East. Tell you, man. Oladipo. Oladipo is a twenty point scorer, man. He can do that. Nah, I like his game again, but this is a we're in the West now. And he don't have to average twenty. He he's playing with Ru- Russell and, and Durant. He just got to play his part. That's it. And, and I'm gonna tell you stop. this, man. Yeah, you can say the East is weak, but take Golden State and, and San Antonio out. The East was murdering the West teams, dude. I'm telling you that right now. So to say the East weak, they killed. And For a LeBron, seven game series, I think there is no competition. And and then and you look at who the Warriors played last year, Portland Clippers, and who the the Cavs played. The Cavs beat a better quality opponent based on the record alone. So that whole point of saying the East is weak, well, yeah, when it's considered against Golden State and San Antonio, of course. But everybody else. OKC, too. I don't think it's be OKC. Yeah, and OKC, but everybody else got body by the, by the East. So, you know, it's evident now you can't really say the East is weak because the East won it. So Let me ask this. Speaking about the finals, do you guys feel sorry? Oh, no, not feel sorry, but you think – the Cavs won it, or the Golden State lose it. Golden State Cavs won it. it. I think I, Cavs well, won it. I think it. Golden State lost it. They lost it. I, 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 I three one. I think they lost it, man. Look, look, they shouldn't have been there. That's what. That's how I really feel. 
Yeah, should have been OKC. That's how I really, really, That's really. That's true too. OKC lost it. If you go back a, yeah. a, a series before, I think the Kevin Durant lost it Game Six. I'm blaming him. You got uh, to. Yeah. He gets no got blame, to. unfortunately. Man, is he a glorified Carmelo Anthony? That's Bro, right. they're not, they're not Carmelo all the time, man. Durant just as bad. Durant makes the playoffs though, man. Yeah. Durant, do, Durant, we, do we Durant, put Durant in the echelon like LeBron? He's, Curry. He's, a, he's a tear below them. He's he is a superstar. So like if Melo like, if Melo's not two. making the playoffs, yeah, he's a, he's tear too. Melo can't make the playoffs by himself. Like we saw what happened when Durant wasn't on on the OKC. They didn't even make the playoffs. So yeah. don't get it twisted. Russell Westbrook is they nice, barely, They barely didn't make the playoffs because Russell Westbrook went in the 1,000 mode. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's true. But at the same time, Durant I, Durant is better than Carmelo. Mm-hmm. Carmelo stay getting bumped in the first round if he does make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, what? I think I think Golden State lost that fin- those finals. Like, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's, it's Golden State. State three. More, more Golden State lost that finals than Cavs take because Cavs did take something from them. after they that did. suspension. They had they, their heart. They had their heart. LeBron play out of his world, and anybody who says you look, I, I I'm gonna say this right now that the only thing I hated about LeBron is two things: his floppiness and whininess after the call. Me too. And his whole yeah. shenanigans of how he left. I'm not Me blaming too. him for yeah. not leaving. He yeah. needed to leave Cleveland, but, but do it like a man. Yeah, that spectacle yeah. was nuts. Outside of that, I am a huge fan of LeBron. I root for him, except when he plays my Lakers. I think he he gets the he lived up to the hype, and I think he can't do no wrong because they splitting hairs. They talking about Kyrie should have got the MVP. Heck no. That's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Heck no. LeBron was in the conversation last year to win the MVP, and he had on a losing team. On a losing <laughs> team, LeBron. <laughs> Just reminded the world who the real MVP was, and he wasn't throwing salt because he went out and proved it. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, it depends how you look at it." When Curry got the MVP, that he deserved it, but I mean, are you talking the most valuable player in the season or for your team? I'm the most valuable player for my team and your team because he yeah. outshined them all. You know what got me really upset? Watching Golden State, like, yeah, what they do is beautiful basketball, but when they're off. When Curry's throwing behind the back passes out of bounds, they're frustrated. Yeah, I'm just looking at them like. So the question is, what can Curry do when his shot? What 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 can Curry do when his shot not clicking? Yo, I don't know. Ask ESPN. He's already in the top twenty greatest of all time. So. Yeah. Yep. I I will say this. Yep. My fault. You continue. No, no, that's it. No, I want to know. Yeah, like they already put him in top twenty. He's above Isaiah Thomas, which is crazy to me. But go ahead, Ant. My answer was, I, I think everybody's answer was already solved because one, you put physical contact on Curry, he's not the same. Make so him the play notion, defense, he ain't the so same. So the notion that he can play in the 90s with a hand check, hell, hell no. He'll be dead. Because Kyrie was breakdancing on this dude. Can you imagine what a guard could do if I can put my hands on you? I'm going to knock that screen away and we're going to play that drone defense. I don't see Curry. I don't see Curry lasting. It was the proofs in the pudding watching this series right here. I mean, it Mark Price lasted. Uh, Mahmoud Abdul Roof lasted. He's a no, shooter. But no, those are those are no, those are regular good NBA players. We're talking about an MVP. Will he still be an MVP 
caliber player in the nineties with with the physicality that took place. I don't think so. Court? Hey, look, you shoot from half court, you can transcend any era. No, but Mark Price's career got cut short too. He should have been playing a little bit longer. Oh yeah. So I mean, the Golden State Warrior too. I know he played with them. I mean, I did, yeah. He he shoots from half court, and like that's unreal. But I'm just saying, when his shot not hitting, he like I said to me, look, this is just my opinion. But you gotta get what saying. If your shot's not hitting, you gotta go into Isaiah Thomas mode. Like, yo, I'm going to the hole. Like you know now, what I mean? Like, now this this is why I said his like, game is off of screens. If you think yeah, about but, it, yeah, but this this is That's why. It. Well, see, but the thing is, Curry can break dance on you too. So yo, let's not Kevin Love too. had him on lock. This is what this is where I'm coming. This is my right, this, this is what I'm saying. Let now I'm know. not saying Curry was hurt that he couldn't play, but I just said he wasn't right. He, he wasn't just, the same. I get it. He, he wasn't, wasn't, he wasn't the same. He, he you know, gets the most excuses. No, 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 no. But I, I'm look, man. You have an MCL spring, man. You ain't bouncing up like you used to, man. It's gonna take. I agree, like, but you better go past Kevin Love. Again. So then, why call Mel, so why call Melo a bum when he just had knee surgery? Why well, stop bringing up the Knicks, man? No, because no, it's a double standard when it comes to certain other players. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. He's just a bum. Hey, Carmelo in well, ring. Yeah, word. Uh, you, oh, so, so a ring, the ring validates bullshit because that's you what know, it is. It gives you some that's leeway, bullshit. though. It does give you some leeway. That's it gives you bullshit, some leeway, man. You know that. That's Stop it. Man. You know that gives you some leeway. You get so, then why we, so then why we kill LeBron then? He got two rings already. Oh, he got man, three now. He got three now. And, but, we, but we still kill him way before not the no third more. ring. Not, not me. You, you want to hear it from my mouth. He, nah, he, man, he has a lifetime. You were killing him last year, and me and Cam was like, are you crazy? Are you seeing what he's doing in the finals? And that's, you were like, oh, he we needs to do him. more. But he was like, yo, this dude's averaging 40, 11, and 8. What the reason I demand to do? The, the reason I kill LeBron is because I know this is what when did you see the performance? You no, know he could year? do better. Yeah, that's exactly. This is why we kill him. Because game four? We was like, yo, what is wrong with this kid? Yeah. Game yeah. five and six, seven, this is what we expect from LeBron. This is the real LeBron James right here. But Cam, people was literally saying Steph Curry is top two, maybe even better than LeBron. So they we're was, gonna give him. Wait, we're gonna get, but wait, but we're gonna give him that title. Yo, honestly, he did nothing in the finals to warrant that at all. He didn't dominate no games. When I mean dominate, like LeBron lashing when he dominated, like you like yo, this dude. Well, that's why best. he doesn't have the Larry O'Brien. Curry, answer, Curry, right. Curry literally did. He was just an average shooting guard running around screens, hoping to make a three pointer. That's it. You ain't make nobody better. You don't pass the ball. And how you don't give the ball up to Draymond Green when he had like almost 30 in one half? How you don't feed him the basketball? So a lot of analysts who, who brought that up had a good point. If you're supposed to be that dude, be that dude. Because yeah, to me, those, those, analysts you all, are dick they, those analysts are dick riders too. Because all season they was licking and loving on, on Curry. Yeah. Now they throwing him yeah. under the bus. So I don't want to hear... All those analysts were saying, "Oh, what's going on with him?" Like, no, this whole season, y'all were damn well photographing his uh, his his pregame jump shots and his dribbles. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, come on, man, get stop riding the kid. And he does yeah. bad, he does bad, but he can't, he can't Look, be I, I said this earlier. I said Curry in the finals has been. I think he had two good games in the last two years. Two yeah. good games. He pretty yeah. much did He's been average. He's been average, man. 17 points from an MVP is not an MVP. Think about it. That's why he didn't get MVP last year, and he wasn't going to get MVP this year. It would have been Draymond right. Green. And that's, and that's saying a lot, man. So we have maybe people need to turn down. Okay, down let's, let's, the... let's let's slow down, though. And in the season, Curry was on that 
like blood yeah. magic tip. Yeah, bro. we. I was watching games like, what is? What is? I thought he sold his soul. Yeah. That okay yeah, season. I was like, what am I watching? He had a great season, but when it when it got real and it was a seven game series and people can game plan around you. You wasn't the same like you was in a regular season. And that's from OKC. That's from um Cleveland Cavaliers. So that's that's like what? How many games they played? 13, 14 games? Well, you, Curry's, you, didn't, you didn't take over anything pretty no, much. Check it out. Curry, Curry's performance put more Golden State Warrior fans in check more so than the people that weren't Golden State Warrior fans. Now, I understood Curry's greatness. He's a great player. A great player in the season. He was unreal. In the playoffs... Last year, he did all right, except in the finals. And in this year, he was hurt, and he didn't really show up until a couple games in the OKC series to put a cherry on top. And I think he had one or two good games. I think he had a 30-point game in game three or game but, four. Cam, you know? at the end of the day, no one's going to talk about him being hurt in this series. Like, no. When we look back well, at the stats. No, because he played. No, I, get what you, no, I, no, I get what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. But no matter what, you got to perform. Like, no one yeah. looks and says he had a bad knee. At least no. 20 years from now, we're no. gonna know because we were able to watch it. But yeah. but honestly, watching him, I feel like they tried to crown this guy. Yo, know, they had him what ranked 23rd all-time greatest players ever above yeah, Elgin Baylor and Scottie Pippen. It's moments like these where you're like, all right, well, no, they, did we they, give they, him they, the? They, <laughs> did we crown they, him too early? You know what I mean? Dwayne, they had they had go to, look. Curry had people talking reckless. Yo, <laughs> is he gonna surprise <laughs> people? It's some yeah. teammates. Clay was yeah. like, yo, we could be Chicago Bulls. I'm like, yo, y'all getting a bit. Oh, they said we could be Showtime Lakers when it was. Yeah, like, they, they was getting a little full of themselves, man. Like, a all right. Little. A little. Y'all making some three pointers and y'all yeah. the greatest ever? Come I, on, I'm man. not a hater of the Warriors. I'm more a hater of their fans. That's more. Same here. Yeah, and, so, not, and the fans and the media. I, I just, the media just but got it was, but, but it was warranted, though, because they was doing some unreal stuff. It's just they became, they went from Liverpool, yeah, loser, they went from Liverpool losers to like uh, outworldly. Like I thought, yeah. they, like oh, I said, they thought they made a pact with Lucifer himself. That's like, true. <laughs> so the way they started the season, like, and, and think about it, the Bulls, when they, when they went on their tier, we didn't have NBA TV. We didn't have, we weren't able to watch all their games. You know what I mean? Like, those were local places where you were like, yo, I don't got Milwaukee's television channel. I can't watch it. All I can see is highlights. But in this day and age, you're right. They cover them more because there's more access to them. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and we're going to say here on TUT, everybody, please do not compare anything associated with Michael Jordan. Whatever he put his hands on, touch, leave that alone. From yeah, him, yeah, that, that man, legacy, yeah. leave Forever. him yeah. Keep alone. Him Close never... Jordan retired this year. That's it. That's and, the and, 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 and even 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 with that, I can say he lost. Michael never lost in the finals. There's only he never went to game seven. Never went to game seven. Leave this man. He averaged thirty plus in a. Pl Leave him alone, please. Hey. Well, I'm... you know what? Look, look. They... Michael Jordan's an icon. Put yeah, it that that, he's not even a legend. The thing, he's an the icon. thing about the Jordan not losing a game seven is because yeah, his team never went to game seven. You know what I'm saying? If Word. he went to game seven. Who knows what would happen? He did lose in the conference finals, though. But we know he never went to Game 7. Wait, wait, yeah, so that's even better. Yeah, so leave him alone. Please, for the last time, yo. Jordan, these kids, sports center, I'm really shocked how they even put this on TV. Like, they don't have historians I mean, who watch the game of basketball. And, like, and, and what are y'all talking about? Take, and take the playoffs out of it, just for a second. Just think of what they did in the season. It's unreal. So it was warranted. It is. It is. How you ever seen a highlight of Jordan in the regular season? Come on, man. It's for, me to, for me to tie it. Yeah. 
for me to tie the gift, for me to put the bow on top, they had to win that championship. If if, if they would have won the championship, hmm? they would have been the greatest regular season and championship team. It would have been argued because they had to go to game seven. Yeah, it, yeah. it would have been, been argued. That would have been the only argument because I would have argued. Better, are you better than the 2001 Lakers? Even though they had a season record, they went 15 and one in the playoffs. Yeah, and I would say had to come alive for, to get that one. Yeah, I think I honestly think they they can beat the Lakers. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's 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 go to wait, wait, game with the Rams now. Let's go to game with the Rams. No, but I I I simple. Oh, the 2001 or the Showtime Lakers? Yeah, which Lakers are you talking about? The two, I think they can beat the 2001 and the Showtime, and I'll explain. Golden it. State? Real quick. No, I, talking I, about, no, I'm talking about Chicago Bulls. I'm talking about oh, we talking Sorry, about Golden State. Oh, Golden State. Oh, oh, oh no, Lakers, Lakers, to me, I think will sweep Golden State. Right, it's not cool, even, cool. it's not even close. All right, we can, move on. All right, we can move on then, because we thought you were talking about Golden State. Oh no, 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 sorry, sorry, fellas, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 my fault. Hey, 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 no, no, I can't see my face right now. No, 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 no fellas, right. fellas, so when they brought that up, I was mad they even had that on TV. I'm like, yo, the Lakers will sweep Golden State. So let me, give, let, me give, let, me give, let me give it back, before we move on, let me give a backstory. I got hit up by our mutual friend, Anthony Tashering, about yeah. how the offensive the offensive rating and the 100-plus possession was so great that they could challenge the Showtime Lakers, the 84, 85 Lakers. Ah, uh, analytics. I said, okay, Mr. Analytics. So I brought up the stat. <laughs> the all-time greatest offensive rating per 100 possessions is the Showtime Lakers. You're not beating them, Mr. Stat. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you, Ant. I and see what question. you're doing, but Bro, it's not like, working. Come on the show to defend yourself like, one of these yeah. days. Yeah, and like Magic said, they averaged I think what 114, 16 points a game at one year, which I didn't even know. In that era, in this, and now they go to this Candy Cup League. Oh, forget it, man. Let's, yeah, it's a wrap. All right, let, let's let let's move to the to the final topic, the Game of Thrones finale. Finale. All right, no, if you didn't watch the show, please stop listening right now because we're gonna get spoiler filled forever. Yeah. <laughs> so my question this is what I've been asking everybody all day I, I, I asked in the chat I'll ask again so the Jon Snow reveal Cam you you said that you knew and did you know that 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 was uh, no. a Stark's son or no. did, was, was it a huge reveal for you that was a huge reveal I was shocked I was speechless Okay. I screamed yesterday, like, oh, well, you know what? Aunt? It, you know, if you'd have been tuned in to our Twitter comments and chat, <laughs> you would have known we've been talking about this for days. So, but I don't like no. But I don't honestly do. I don't read all of that, and I caught and I caught a blade. So I sorry I didn't see that. But no, again, no, 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 it's good because uh, Jay Tom said the same thing. He was like, "Yo, he didn't know until didn't until know. he saw the show." Yeah, I didn't know until I saw the show, and I'm glad because I don't want to be spoiled. So let it. I, I like the shock value. So it, it wasn't a spoil. It, it wasn't was a spoil because it wasn't even. Yeah, it wasn't confirmed at all. Like yeah. this wasn't even known. This part of the story is not written. Uh, the producers. In the, yeah. In the, in the book, the producers went to the writer and, and guessed the ending, and he confirmed it. And so they just went through with it. This part of the story is not yet written on the book yet. So, this was the whole. Build up now for me personally. I'm one of those dudes. If I sniff a rumor, I'm gonna look it up, <laughs> you know. And once I found out that this could be a possibility, 
I started looking back at it because, you know, if the internet has all these uh, tools to go back and analyze seasons past and, and point out the clues and subtle hints because, um, you know, there's a title of one of the chapters or one of the novels called The Song of Fire and Ice. Mm-hmm. Fire representing Daenerys and ice representing Jon Snow. Um, like I said, I mentioned earlier that um, the lady, what's her name? Melisandre? Yeah, Melisandre. Melisandre always had, she said she had visions of the of the chosen one, but all she kept seeing was snow. Clue, message, you know what I'm saying? So uh, when he died, none of us, without even looking on the internet, didn't believe Jon Snow was dead anyway. And we was like, how is he going to come back? Is he going to come back as like the dude, like Neo from the Matrix, or as a White Walker? You know, my three theories was either the, the Lady Melisandre was going to resurrect him, he's going to walk into his wolf, or he's going to get burnt, and we're going to find out he really does the real heir of Rhaegar, Targaryen, and Lyanna Stark. Mm-hmm. So uh, there were there were subtle hints. See, yeah. Say- See, my thing is with the show itself. At least until this season, those hints were so subtle. Like you literally had to go back and rewind <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't to the point where it was blatant. So the reveal to me for a lot of fans who don't read the books, who weren't kind of analyzing it. That was just they were probably shocked, like, yo, I didn't see this coming. Also, I, you, you know, when he I'm not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, no, that's all right. No, also that's when uh uh Ned Stark was like when they asked him, like, what about my mom? He's like, I'm gonna tell you about your mom one Next day. Next time I see you. Yeah. And then you fast forward to like season six and you see Bran flashbacking to Ned, you like, man, wait, okay, hold on. Is I mean it's not but it, but that here, hard. it was so subtle though, like we yeah. heard screams from the tower. Like, granted, because we did our due diligence, and we were like, "Oh man, is it is it Liana? Is she in the tower? Yeah, is well, she I in mean, the tower of joy?" But I, that, 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 that was show, known though. That yeah, part someone looking at the show would have been like, "What's going on here?" Yeah. Also, there was the conversation, like the highlights, uh, Littlefinger and Sansa Starks when she sees her uh, aunt Liana in the statue, and and uh, Littlefinger talks about, "Oh, what problems arose when?" Rhaegar chose your aunt, and Sansa was like, "Well, he, he kidnapped her, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. Littlefinger says in in his own little sly ass way, it was like, if that's what you believe, but that's not kind of what really happened, you know? She chose him, you know what I'm saying? So, because he at but the at the duel, those are one of those conversations where people probably not even paying attention. But I even, do but, but, it's, but it's a hint though, like, and then you a start subtle with, hint. It's a subtle hint. But if you put all of them together. You know, if it, if you come up to this episode and you kind of pay attention, you're like, hmm, okay. And then you finally get their reveal, you're like, all right, all those hints do make sense. It's not like they were all far-fetched, you know? So, I, uh, yeah, I agree truthfully, with you. I don't think the show did a good job of, for, for the casual fan, for giving them too many hints. I think because we knew, kind of, we had those fan theories and we were kind of questioning it. But yeah. for someone who just sat down every Sunday and watched the show, I don't think there was enough hints for them. Not saying there's well, anything I, wrong with it, I, but I also believe that if you watch the show this far and you're into it, I think you are doing your due diligence as well. Exactly. For the most part, for the most part. Now there's a comment. You know, some people might not be into it like most of us are because you talk to anybody that watches Game of Thrones, they're gonna be they're gonna break it down for you. Be like, yo, I think this is gonna happen or this is gonna happen. You talk to the casual fan, they probably missed a season. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my yeah, opinion. Yeah. If you're really into it, you watched every episode. And you didn't let anything get by because when, what was it, Lady Massandra turned old all of a sudden, we started noticing the necklace she didn't have on the other day. And who really saw her for what she really was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We started analyzing that. 
So uh, and then we saw the other red woman, and she had a necklace when she was talking to uh, yeah. like Tyron and everybody else. We were like, wait a minute, yeah. how old was she? I have a, I have a, I have a theory on the wizard that she's gonna play a huge part next season. I, I'll get into that later, though. You could get into it now. Oh, I honestly, I honestly think she is going to convince the the Walkers to team up with Jon Snow to fight off the Targaryens. To fight the, off the dragon. The walkers. Yo, what show you watching now? That's the no. I, for, for some reason, I think because I don't know how they're gonna <sighs> beat that dragon. Listen, call it crazy. I'm just I, for some reason I'm looking. I said she's gonna play. Man, the walkers want to kill mankind. You're right. Why would they kill him with Jon Snow? Yo, that was just my crazy thought yesterday. Cause I how I don't know how it's gonna end. I'm, I was just trying to think how's the show gonna end. And I just think the I think the walkers is not gonna be what they. You know what it what, what it really is. That's just me. I, I'm probably way off, but way off. What they gonna do when they win? Yo, thanks, Jon Snow. We'll be in the ice. Like yo, <laughs> again, this is Game of Thrones, man. The craziest things happen, man. Yeah, but that's far fetched, bro. Their whole point of this is to fight the White Walkers, not to team up with them. You can't control them. The people that made them can't control them. I don't know, man. I think I think the Wizard's gonna play a part in that. That's why I think she's gonna. Play a big part with Jon Snow, and I think he's gonna lead it. I, I, that's just me. I think Jon Snow is gonna take over and lead that as well, and fight and fight at the end with the dragons at the final battle. Thank God that's you didn't put that in the WhatsApp chat, yo. You'd have been roasted right now, yo. I mean, yo, it could be. I could, again, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's yeah, what the I, build crazy, up for the show. At least, yeah, it is a crazy theory. I'm not gonna lie, but at least what they've been showing us is they want. They're preparing for winter. Winter is here. Winter is the White Walkers. And the White Walkers, from the first episode, don't fuck with humans. They, they're just trying to consume them. And for them to team up, if anything, Jon Snow and Danny will have to team up so those dragons can come up north and kill the White Walkers. If you think about it, like everyone wants the throne, but the big, big story going on that people from the South don't even know is that the White Walkers, they're here. Yeah. So, I mean, if they team up, that'll be that'll be crazy. But at the same time, I I don't see it happening. Yeah. But who nah, knows? I, no, look, man, it's been this is I think in my opinion this has been the best season so far. They really got into it, and I don't know if it's based on budget cuts or how they're gonna shape it up for the next two seasons because I heard they shortened the episodes. Only, for only thirteen season. episodes left. Yeah. So, so it's gonna probably be six and six. I hope they do. <laughs> like some BBC stuff and make them like, I don't think they're gonna make them 90 minutes, but maybe like a little over an hour at least. You know, like they did this one, it was 69 minutes. You know, that'd be awesome. Um, but I mean, overall, I'm pleasantly surprised how the pacing has gone this season. Um, we finally get some Daenerys action because she's been kind of on the same uh, journey the last three seasons. Yeah. Uh, um, they kind of got rid of her, her little side side piece, Dario. <laughs> Thank um, God. I still want to know what the hell happened to Gendry. Like he's a real Baratheon. He's got claim for the throne, but got yeah. the throne. they got him rowing on the boat. Yeah. And they, uh, they at least mention if they at least mention him in a conversation, then we would have hope that he's coming back. But I think that ship that was it. Pun intended has sailed. Just like yeah. Lady Lady Stoneheart. Gone. Yeah, exactly. Like they're not gonna, they're not gonna introduce that. And for those who don't know, she is uh, 
Caitlin Stark or Catelyn Stark, who was resurrected by one of the uh, the uh, the Brotherhood, Red, the Brotherhood. yeah, Brotherhood, yeah. the Red Priest from the Brotherhood of Without Banners. Yeah. She was resurrected, and she what they what the, the Game of Thrones have, has uh, they facilitated some of the duties of other characters to other characters. Uh, we had mentioned um, how Walter Frey was murdered, but he was technically murdered by Lady Stoneheart in the books, where it was carried out by Arya. Mm-hmm. And um, Master Pycelle was killed by the younglings when it was really by Varys and his uh, doing. But, you know, they facilitated the action to other uh, characters in the story arc just to keep the pacing and continuity based on the television show. And so far, I mean, you know, it's, it's not bad. It's not a big, huge deal. I wish they would have brought Caitlin Stark back and... That interesting dynamic you guys had mentioned earlier in conversation about if she did run into Jon Snow, how would her feelings be? Yeah. You know, so um, she is a little bit different because Jon is a little bit different. Uh, the the leader of the Brotherhood without banners that brought it's gotten brought back seven times is a little bit different. Uh, it'd be interesting <laughs> to see how Caitlyn is a little bit different because she's they they have a conscience. Jon still has his conscience. Uh, Cold Hands, Uncle Benjamin still has his conscience, but he's part uh, Walker, part human, so he can't even go past the the, the wall in the north because it's, it's, it's uh, protected by magic. So, you know, he's kind of like a in between dude. He doesn't even have like his emotions can't even be involved, and he's just like, look, I'm just gonna help you out. You do what you do. Hopefully, it works out, Brand. So, yeah, yeah he, I, he doesn't I, even think like an uncle anymore. He just thinks as is an intermediary character. I think I think it was a good season. I don't know if it's the best yet. I still love season one and season so four. So far, so far. Yeah. Season one was off the hook. Yeah, only for me. The only thing, like, I'm only nitpicking because of some of the the time frame and the storytelling. Like, I feel like they cut a few corners with mm. this season. And for me, it was a little bit too kind of fan theory, happy go lucky. Like some of the stuff I wish. Granted, they did get rid of the whole uh, Stoneheart thing, but there's yeah. other things that are like, ah, they, they did it, and I was like, fuck, man. Like, I kind of, I didn't get that Game of Thrones moment. You know what I mean? Like, where I was like, super shocked. Granted, that church scene, I was like, oh, that man. That was the just, dance, dude. It was. Hey, we, we had kind of discussed that last week. We was like. Church is hard, yo. I mean, and it was close to that, too. Yeah, we did talk about the wildfire. Yeah, she had been dropping hints that I would burn the city down for my kids. Which is ironic. <laughs> she was ultimately the reason why her kid killed himself. And I and I honestly think she knew that. When I first seen that, I said, "Yo, how you do that to a kid and his wife is there?" I think he. I think she knew he's gonna be traumatized. I think he I, had. I don't think she knew. The way the way Jamie looked at her, I could tell she did that for only for her, man. It was only for her to get. Well, no, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie looked at her like, like "Where's our son? Yeah, yeah, like, why are you son? sitting on the throne?" Like yeah. he's, he's confused. Like, why are you here and not Tommen? And and I, I think she had this all planned, man. I think she nah. knew her son was gonna fight. If anything, she would have let her son go to the church. There's no way she knew her son was gonna c- commit suicide. I thought yeah. it was to get back at him for 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 him turning no. on her. No, no, she's no, no. spiteful, man. She she does anything for her children. She's not gonna kill her children. She wants to avoid the prophecy for the sake of her children. And right now. Tommen was the last one left. The only reason he wasn't at the church is because she knew she was about to blow that shit up. Exactly. You know? uh, and then afterwards, she was reveling in her own victory. And as a mother, 
pouring well, wine on his lady's yeah. face instead of gonna check on her kid and let him know what's yeah. going on. And so as a, as a, as ironic as it is, being so protective, she didn't care for the well-being and the mental state of her uh, precious Tommen based on how I really felt for Marjorie. You know, Mar yeah. Tommen was being pulled by Marjorie and his mom, so he was caught in the middle. But it's, that's almost worse than death because she knew I'm gonna kill my son's love, and that's gonna damage him and destroy him mentally. So technically, you did kill your son. Yeah, she. Yeah, I mean, technically, she did, but she. Yeah, didn't, but that wasn't the plan. Really yeah, that wasn't the plan at all. She was. She was trying to outsmart. Everything she does is she's trying to and outsmart somebody. Yeah, she, no, it's not calculated. No, she thinks the short game, not the yeah. long. It, it's because of love. She does everything out of love, and now, now we really get a chance to see her as a villain, cause she's lost everything. Yeah, she lost everything. And this goes back to when we asked who's the bigger villain. To me, it's always gonna be Cersei. In yeah, my Cersei. opinion, I don't yeah. think she was a villain until last night. Like I, I just think, think I just I mean, think she was a bad person. But for like, she wasn't Ramsay. She wasn't Joffrey. Like those are people that were literally going into different places and hurting people just for for the for the fun fact of it. I didn't see her as that evil, but after last night and like right. seeing her dressed up as Darth Vader, I think now I could call her a villain. Yo, I don't think she was a villain I, before. And she was she, she just had it, man. She's something about her, man. This bitch, excuse my 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 French, <laughs> is a fucking medieval terrorist. She He's just evil, blew, man. He blew up half the Senate. You know what I'm saying? So, she was drinking wine. Yeah. She she she's just as she was she just as a sadist as Ramsey by leaving the nun for a zombified rape. Oh man, come on, <laughs> like she evil. Yo, she's yeah. evil now. But Ramsey, if Ramsey came in your in your house right now, Cam, you would think you were dead. She came in, you like, yo, my my wine's over there in the corner. If Joffrey came into your crib right now, you'd think you're dead. You're like, this guy's gonna kill me. Like Ramsey, I don't think she right, was on that level. Joffrey was a little punk though. He was but a sure. punk. Cersei's a slow death. Slow death. Well, huh. She'll get you slow. But, but we, can all, we, can all, we can all agree now. Yeah. She tops. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Everyone else is gone. She's she's by far the top villain in the show. She like a pit bull off with no chain. She ain't got no kids to worry about. Mm -mm. Yeah. The uh, only thing she has to worry about is the other part of the prophecy. Yeah. But yeah. watching it is just she she's always. Wait, what was the other part person. of the prophecy? I forgot that. She's gonna die by the hands of 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 a uh, of her brother, her younger yeah. brother. Yeah, that's Jamie. It could be Jamie. It could be uh Tyron. That's Jamie, bro. I I think Jamie on the fact that he lost his son. I think they already are divided already. Yeah. I think he's. He, I think that's the beef right there. That's the comedy. Now look at the end of the last episode of this season. Told me Jamie is like okay. You've lost me now. Yeah. Yeah, you lost me now. I'm done. I'm done with this shit. Yeah. He was already pissed that he was doing everything for her and their kids. And now we come back and that's gone. What really broke him was the loss of his daughter. And yeah. Because yeah. he was embracing being yeah. a dad. Yeah. Yep. She knew all along. Like, that, that, that hit the, her uncle was his, her dad, you know? She was like, you gotta hide. I've been knowing that since day one. You know what I'm saying? And another Another thing too, I don't trust Tyron because a Lannister is a Lannister, and I think they live by their name regardless of what they go through. So you, I got I, I still think that there's gonna be some twists and the plotting going on. 
for them to probably be on top of the food chain. The yeah, but what, what what has he done in the past six seasons to make you not trust him? Only only because he's so keen and smart, and he waits for the last no. minute to execute. No, this is what I, 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 I I just think that that family name is embedded in them so much. Yo, he killed they, his dad. Like I, I haven't seen anything from him to say he's a true evil Lannister. If anything, he's oh, misunderstood. But D, but now he has the he's the heir of her now. So he's he's always in the middle of everything. He's to where he can make a final decision, do this, do that, do this, do that, and she's gonna do it. Nah, yeah, but to me, so t- nah. technically he's like the leader because he's the he's the mouth. No. No, and Danny will. Danny, Danny will does what she wants. She, he's just there for counsel. She's like, yo, all right, I'll listen to you because you have experience being political. That's my point, but that's huge. But that's and why huge. would you think he's gonna try to take over? Is what you're saying? Or he's I, gonna I, do something to well, Danny? I, I think he's gonna do something. Whereas, yeah, yo, that Lannister name, I think it's no, gonna come up again. He's never. in love with her. Did you see the look he gave her? I don't think he's in love with her. I don't know. He's in love with her. And rewatch the episode when they were talking and he sits down and he's like, oh, you had to tell him that it's over. And he was like, yo, yeah. well, trust me, someone will fall in love with you again. And the way he stared at her, they're implying that he's had, he has feelings for her. I thought he was just trying to imply that you're a beautiful woman and it ain't hard for you to find a man who's going to love you. So why would he look at her for 10 seconds after she moves away? Because she knows her dragon could keep because she's the queen. She's royalty. She's the she's she's the emperor. You gotta pay that respect. So you half, think... of, half of me agrees with Aunt, half of me agrees with Dwayne. I she will fall in love again. I don't know if he's that dude that's gonna fall in love because I think after his little mishap with his little prostitute mistress, that he's like really hesitant to love again. Um, and he's not really a Lannister anymore because I he never he never he's always been treated either. as an outcast. Outcast. So from day one. He killed his dad. His dad was big on family name. The biggest dude ever. He's like, what? Even when you leave, your name, your family name will still be here. I don't Sorry. see him. He hasn't done so, anything to me. Okay. So that has warrant he'll, he'll do something like that. Let me ask you this then. Take yeah. over there and take over. And they're on a bridge of killing his sister and brother. You think he's going to sit there and let that happen? He'll, he'll, he'll let his sister, sister die. Yeah, but not Jamie. He and Jamie's not die. all that evil either. Jamie. So it, Mm-hmm. Jamie is a facade of being evil. He only has to he's only evil when he has to be. But if he was really evil, he would have caught Brienne on the bridge. He so on the strength of Jamie, he won't he won't say, you know what, I'm having second thoughts about this. No, no, he'll just tell her like spare my brother. That's what he'll but, say. But suppose she says, No, there's gonna come a time where this is gonna happen. It's gonna be somebody's gonna die and somebody gotta choose, am I gonna let nah. this happen? J- Ty- Tywin or if that happens, that's a split moment decision. That's not like you're saying. It sounds like he's planning something against yeah. her. If he says, "Yo, don't kill my brother," and she's like, "I'm doing it," that's when you take out your dagger. He's not going around saying, "I'm about to poison this girl in okay. three weeks." Like he—he's not. I don't think he's plotting anything. He's just going with her. He's showing up to be like, "Yo, we're ruling. We're taking over. It's over for you guys." Hey, this ain't new territory for him either. He was already the hand of the king before. Yeah, Yo. but he was disrespected though. Man. Yeah, he, he was did a great job. Yeah. So, no, and, and Varys knew that, noted that. He said, if it weren't for you, King's Landing would have been under Stannis Baratheon. Yeah. So, yeah. He so saved him too. Yeah, he was, yeah, he's been amazing. I don't see him as a character that will switch. If they do do that, that would be uh-huh. amazing. Because that would be something no one saw coming but you, Ant. <laughs> 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 
mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, and I, I, I think this is the season where we finally start to see some comeuppance for the Starks, man. They be getting done dirty for five seasons. Yes, they have. And well, we they, finally, they, they didn't know how to play the game, and now they yeah. do. Yeah. They didn't know how to play. Arya, the Arya, Sansa, the, the, the god, Jon Snow, and even <laughs> Uncle Bran, Bran Stark too. Don't forget about Bran. Don't forget Bran. Bran might be the most powerful character in the <laughs> lightweight. He's the most powerful. Let, yeah, he, the, let, let a dragon come up north. Bran's yeah. like, you know what? I'm taking over this dragon real quick. He'll go back and pass and, and make them eggs into scrambled dragon eggs, dude. Right. <laughs> He's like, oh, you think he's about that, to be first? You know what? That might. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Because how do you kill these dragons? He's going to have to go back in time, take them eggs, and destroy them. I'm still trying to figure out how. But the dragons aren't coming up north. Yeah. They, they, they're going south to, to, to Westeros and King's Landing. Yeah. So what what uh what got what gets good. me is how did uh Tyrion get in with those other two dragons and why did they eat him? I'm like curious to that. I don't know. That was a really interesting point. Again, that dude well, is Well he said he did say dragons are smart and they probably looked at him like he was like he wasn't gonna harm them, so they're like, Oh you know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're I, at first I was like if he didn't look like his is he the fucking Khloe Kardashian of the Targaryens? And he really are of the ministers? Uh, and he really Targaryen? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. All the dragons had jokes. They probably call him a. They probably call him a little midget. Like I ain't killing this little midget. They yeah. probably snapping on him. <laughs> what I don't Even get. The dragons are playing. <laughs> in the last episode, the freaking Dothraki were were chilling on that boat. I'm like, yo, shouldn't they have boat sickness? They yeah. Well, rowing and throwing water off the boat. I was like, that's boot. Yeah, because I remember the Dothraki hated scared hate of water. Yeah, they scared of water. It's, it's poison water. They're scared of it. It's evil. They were just chilling. Yeah. When they hit Westeros, I guess they hype. It's over. When they hit Westeros, that war gonna be crazy. It, it crazy. truly is over. What army does she have? Because now the Tyrells are marching against you. You got Dorne yep. coming. You have yep. no one, and God forbid you use all your wildfire. Yeah. Hopefully there's some left because that's the only thing that can protect you. The mountain, it's over for him. He yeah, only so, got so many people. Yep. Yeah. Wait, so who does, who, who, wait, who, does, who does Kings? I mean, who does Cersei have? She's got the Lannisters. Who she else? The, the Lannisters is Jaime. That's it. That's it. She the got Frey mad army, enemies. The Frey army, right? Unless they got taken over. Freys are gone. Well, the king Arya is gone. Killed, Arya killed the king, and she put the two sons in the pie. Yeah. Oh man, that's cold. Yeah, so are done. Oh, and they're gonna turn on the Lannisters for that. Why is they gonna think that they're they're behind that? Yeah. No, there's no phrase. She killed their bloodline. Like she's gonna go downstairs and probably fit free uh Edmer, and they're gonna take oh. back over that section too. Well, she Edmer's already free, but he's, no, he's not. He's back in the dungeon. Oh, that's right. Walter Frey was like, he's back downstairs. I was like, that's messed up. Yeah. Damn, he only had one night of consummation, and that was it. That, see, that's another plot hole. Like, uh, Jamie was like, I'm going to throw your kid. I'm going to catapult him <laughs> against the castle. Yo, this dude was like, yo, I literally slept with my wife for one night. So, like, what attachment do you have to her or that child? I'd be like, so what? I, I'm assuming maybe he's thinking, like, that's the only kid I have. Like, you haven't seen the kid, so why would you believe it? Yeah. Yo, and, and I also think Grandma Tyrell, I think she's going to go ham next season. Her vengeance is 
Oh, it's over. She's pissed. Her yeah. whole her whole legacy is destroyed. Like everybody. Yeah, it, it was one thing to lose a nephew, but when she lost her or the the, the grand or what is, I don't know what was the uh, she, the whole lineage. Yeah. No, but when she lost her granddaughter, that threw her over the edge. She was that, that yeah. was her son. It was more Loris because yeah. he's the only one that could continue the name. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he uh, was, yeah, but she, she wasn't really up in arms about Lauren. She was more up in arms against Marjorie. She was like, "Child, you need to come home." She was up in arms, and then Marjorie slipped yeah. that little note, and she calmed herself. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of people got to come, but that nun needed to go too. She was she pissed me off. I mean, it's sad. She got a cold way to go out, though. I don't know what the hell that monster's doing to her. But that's what like, I said. What is he doing rape, in there? Is he, did rape, he kill her? Nothing's gonna rape her. I mean, that's what he did to the Viper sister, so I'm assuming he's going to continue his tradition. Uh, is he conscious? I don't know, man. He probably took one of her arms. He's so offbeat and off balance. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was he looked, your legs. He, mm-hmm. he looks more intimidating with the helmet on than when he took it off. He looked like a damn demon with that helmet on. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm still kind of pissed they switched the actor. I mean, I get it, but he doesn't, look, he doesn't look anything like the Hound anymore. The guy who they had in season one, the mountain, the original one, looked more like the hound. Even the second yeah. one was all right, but they, yeah. they had two of them. I mean, they switched Dario once. They switched the mountain twice, three times. I don't. Tommy? Yeah, I like the I like the original Dario, yeah. my boy from um Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Dope. Uh, also, uh, the um Tommen was uh, okay, he was one of the Lannisters that got killed in the beginning. Yeah, he was the, yep. the, the the cousin or something. Yeah, the cousin Lannisters. Yeah, and then he came back as king. <laughs> what a role! <laughs> it's crazy. The come that's up. My, yeah, come up. That's my only one of my few gripes with Game of Thrones. They be switching actors too, too frequently. Oh, the, and the Grand Master, he got finished. Man, I felt bad for him. Hey, he did anybody? Out. Hey, was it me or did anybody thought he was gonna yoda his way out of there and just start? Son, I did. I said. <laughs> Yo, I thought he was gonna start. All I heard was the first punch. I'm like, yo, I knew he knew karate. And yeah. he, just, he just started getting stabbed up. Yo, yeah, I he, took, he took one or two of them out with a hit. Like, bop, bop. Gave him a two-piece, and I was like, oh, it's about to one. He about to use him pain. He, he, he was faking the front funk. Like, he slept with one of those prostitutes just like two seasons ago. He started doing up. stretches. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, this dude is an actor. He know what he's doing. Like you said, Yoda. That's, that's yeah. Yoda, man. All we hey, there, there, Yoda. There, there was a deleted scene. I don't know if it was season two or season three. We had a conversation with Tywin Lannister, and Lannister was like, "Man, you can cut the bullshit. I know what's up." Like, you know, what I'm saying he knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was He's like, like you don't have to, like that. Yeah, you <laughs> don't have to prove your loyalty to me, man. I already know, man. You full of shit, but you value more valuable. Basically, he's like, "You saying you more value to me alive than dead? If I wanted you dead, I'd have killed you already." Because uh, Grandmaster Pycelle was trying to say, "Oh, you know, you need me," and Tywin was like, "Man, cut that shit out, man. I already know what's up, man. It's, it's yeah. good." Yo, what? One of the another gripe with. The, the entire season was Dorn. Like, why introduce Dorn and you're not using him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah. it was what's the yeah. point? They killed the prince the first episode. I'm like, really? They killed the big, the, the black soldier, whatever his name was, Ariel Hoff or whatever his name was. I'm like, what's the point, man? Yeah. Why show it well, in the intro? Don't show me. Uh, I think they might be more uh, key next season. They will, maybe, I guess. Maybe that's why. I guess it's for next season. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, they did get rid of a lot of storylines on uh, on Sunday, so I guess now, I think next year, more White Walker base and more the march on kind of King's Landing, and that's pretty yep. much it. 
They got yeah. 13 episodes left. Yeah. They better make it good. Well, so what are we going to watch next? Uh, you said there was another show you were talking about. Uh, Power. Oh, the, the, the Night of. The Night of. Is that yeah, good? There's a special sneak peek right now. If you guys, anyone has HBO Go, yo, mm-hmm. the first episode. Granted, I love every show from New York because that's where I'm from. But it's just like watching. It, it, it's The premise of the show is this kid goes out, borrows his dad's taxi, and um, he ends up like going to a party. He picks up a girl, and granted, he, he's not picking up passengers, but she got him. He was like, hey, like, it's my dad's taxi. I can't take anyone anywhere. But she was beautiful, so he's like, yo, where you going? He ends up driving her around. They're chilling. They end up doing drugs, and uh, he ends up waking. She's weird, first of all. When you watch it, she's one of them crazy girls that you look at them, you're like, yo, I can only chill with you one one day out of the month. She's just like one of those out there people. Like she was playing with knives. She's doing drugs and shit. So they ended up, they end up having sex, and he wakes up like at the dinner table, and like he he wakes up. He's like, yo, I'm about to go home. I gotta take my dad's taxi back. He walks into the room. She's filled up with knife holes. So he's wow. like, what the fuck? So he runs out, runs to his taxi forgets the keys inside. He goes back inside, breaks the window. A neighbor's looking now. He grabs the key. Long story short, the it's a miniseries. So the crazy thing how they did it, we don't see if he killed her or not. So now it's like, did he do it or did he not do it? it, it, it just off the first pilot, I'm already hooked. It, it officially comes out July 10th. That's mm-hmm. when the first episode is going to be out. But if you have HBO Go, if you have things like Cody or whatever, you can get like a sneak peek of it. It's 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 good. It's 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 filmed well. It's it's acted incredibly. They have a Michael Williams is on it. What's his name? Michael K. Williams from the Wire. Yeah. Chalky White. Yeah, they got uh this dude from Oz and, and the Wire. Who's the light skinned kid? I forgot his name. Oh, um, um Damn. Rody? Yeah, Rody's on it. Rody. They got um they got a few other characters, man, but it, it it's it's gonna be a good one. I would check it out. HBO, they know what they're doing, man. That power is gonna come back July 17th or sometime in July. That's another great show. Yeah, July 17th. Yes. Wait. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, Brody's his name. JD Williams. Um. Damn, I forgot my thought. But uh, is that what we're watching after Game of Thrones? I mean, cause I like I'm I'm starting to plan what am I gonna watch next. Is Empire still a thing? <laughs> like, it's I don't watch Empire, it. Man does. I watch it. Empire is good, but I would see Power first. Power is really good. It's okay. really good. Cause I gotta, I gotta finish the the season of Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I'm up to s- episode four of this season. Yeah, I haven't even started this last season, so I'm gonna check that out. Son, make sure you have closed captioning on. And make sure you go watch a little rewind, cause I was like, "What am I watching again?" <laughs> cause I, I got a bit confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Peaky Blinders, I just got into the Americans. I'm, I'm up to season two now. Yeah. So far, so good. You want to be crossing swords with the Peaky Blinders, Mr. Thomas Shelby? <laughs> <laughs> well, take your fucking eyes out. Yeah. Straight up. But yeah, the Night of is a new show that I recommend. Oh, straight off the pilot though. Um. I never watched vinyl. I know it got canceled. Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna watch it because I watched Rome and it was only canceled after two seasons. Yeah, who knows? 
And any shows you recommend for for the listeners? Um, again, Power. I'm looking forward to that. I'm trying to see how they're going to kill my man Ghost. So that's the only show that I really want to watch. And that's it. I want to watch Ray Donovan. I think I'm gonna go see that from season one and catch up. Mm. But that's about it. Ray Donovan, Power, and that's it. That's all for me for the summer until football comes back on. Hey, speaking of shows, mm-hmm. you uh, you guys catch the BT Awards? Nope. Me I either, but I, I I caught highlights and you know. Um, I only watched it because Cam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have yeah, we have to the to the to the viewers not knowing we have an inside. Uh, source to the BT Awards <laughs> yes. right now, <laughs> but uh, highlights from what I heard were the Prince tributes. They did a good job. Um, they actually okay. backed up what they were talking about and Jesse Williams' speech. Bilal killed it, bro. Yeah, Jesse yeah. Williams, Anderson Pack, Pack. He did a good job too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, it, it, if you guys get a chance, to the to the listeners out there, if you get a chance, just check out Jesse Williams' speech. Very profound. Yes, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I, I we gotta support him now because I don't know how many roles he's gonna get now after that speech. So we gotta we gotta stand by him right now. I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play that tonight. I'm happy BT put the camera on his parents, man. I know. Yeah. He, you know what I mean? Like sometimes they be acting weird because if someone's a different race. So I'm yeah. happy they showcase like he has a white mom and a black dad. Because. Yeah. I remember the year before, I think Terrence Howard won. He was like, oh, I want to thank my wife. BT was like, we ain't putting on no Asian woman. Like, they didn't even put the camera on her. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? It was taking all them videos was taken off YouTube because of copyright infringement. It was weird. But you couldn't really? Remember. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't on YouTube. Also, my man Samuel Jackson got a lot of wood. Like I said, my man is an underrated actor. <laughs> he does everything. His range is incredible. So. Wait, what did he get? Lifetime achievement. Hmm. I mean, but do we really look at the BET Awards? It's like, hell no. But I'm just saying, at least you recognize for something, right? I mean, we know, we know, but like, I don't know, man. We don't. We need a an unbiased award show because I can't depend on the Oscars no more. I can't stand them. Yeah, I think Samuel Jackson might be the only actor that everyone in the world has seen a movie with him in it. Mm-hmm. No, nah, that's no, nah, no, nah, that's Wesley Snipes, man. Don't say that movie. Shut up, man. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll ask my girl everybody, right now. Everybody's everybody seen, seen a everybody everybody's seen a Wesley Slice movie. Everybody. If you're thirty and under, you haven't. Everybody's seen Wesley Slice. If you're thirty and under, you haven't. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thirty and under, you haven't seen a movie with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> but I bet you those thirty and under seen Django and Uncle Uncle Rufus. Exactly. <laughs> Or, or, or they watch freaking the first Star Wars one and two. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. <laughs> no. The worst. No, Jesus, tell Marcus Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. No. Everybody, <laughs> Jackson? everybody, this is the, my my son, El Marcus Tan. <laughs> What's up, Marcus Lannister? <laughs> yeah, he, he got the head, little midget, big head. First of his name. Yeah. Yep. No neck. No neck. Lord, no neck. Yeah. Lord, no neck. King of the pacifiers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, it's been good. We back. You know, we took a little delay. You know, things happen. Time goes by. But you know, we back. And hopefully next week we'll be on this again, or 
You take another two weeks off, fellas. Nah, hopefully we can get a full squad next week, man. It's yeah, I say we. Yeah, I say if we don't do next week, then it's the following week with a full squad. Yeah, but we will squad. touch back on Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones will be touched on again Ooh. when we have. A, you almost a full said Lord squad. of the Rings. Shame. Almost said it. Shame. I know. Shame. I was close. I had to catch myself. Like Lord of the Rings. Jesus. Shame. Lord of the Thrones. Yeah. So this is the TOT shining on. Hold on, any last words? I forgot we gotta do last nah, words. Nah, I'm good. I think the night of was yeah. the last word for me. You know what? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say this, man. You know, uh, the the draft was successful. Mission accomplished. I'm glad my Lakers are starting rebuilding. to stick. rebuilding. Yeah, like no, I'm serious, rebuilding a legit rebuild. Um, I'm happy with our draft pick. Um, I'm expecting. The promise of potential. Uh, I'm not going to say playoffs. Wrong P. I'm going to say potential. And I hope we can improve. And I think things are looking up. And we shall see. And I'm ready for fantasy football. Because I think my team might be sleepwalking in the real NFL this season. So I don't know. <laughs> this year we're going to have maybe an off year. So I'm really going to be focused on fantasy football. And fellas, I'm glad to be back. And uh, go vote, people. It's important. Yeah. And oh, um. Uh, one more thing we didn't I didn't touch on either was the uh the victims of, of Orlando. Um Yes, yes, yes. Sad, sad, sad incident. Um a lot of information is being revealed. It's just not a please do the anybody that's listening to this podcast and see the news media and they portray this as one thing, just do do your research, find out more information because um days later more information is coming about coming out about this guy and like um, try to hold your judgment. Believe none of what you hear, half of what you see. So that's my final word. Yeah. And my final word, fun topic. The first Batman, Michael Keaton, is literally the best Batman of all time, and that is the best Batman movie of all time. It is the first one. Better than I, The Dark Knight. It's better than The Dark Knight. And, and, and the reason why I say that too, that's the best Joker as well. I had to really watch it. Okay. That's the best You know what? You're entitled to your opinion. I rewatched it. and You can argue. You can argue. Yeah. I I just, I I thought he was dancing around to too many Prince songs, but hey. But that's what made, but that's part of the Joker too. He's still funny. He's a Joker. There's different different ways to play him, I believe. Yeah. So I I just think, in my opinion, that's the the first Batman is is the best Batman. Hey, my opinion, the best Joker is the guy that played Luke Skywalker. That's just my opinion. My man Mark Hamill. (laughs) My man Mark Hamill cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, he's the best Joker. He he encompasses all that. The killing joke will be out in August, so. Stay tuned. So, all right, y'all. Go vote, y'all. Go vote 100. Peace. Peace. You can listen and download to all of our episodes of The Table of Truth on iTunes. Just search The Table of Truth Podcast.